I start off with now is really to uh, ask you a few questions so that the audience can get to know you. Um, can you tell us something about yourself for the last 10 years? Maybe it's some intro. Sure. So um, about uh, 11 years actually now ago, I started uh, my company, Valor Studios. And uh, I, I've always been a designer. Um, so we started off as a web design and development agency. Um, over time, we uh, realized that we enjoyed working on our own projects more than on projects for clients. Um, so we started building some of our own products, trying to eventually balance that with a kind of 50-50 our work, 50-50 client work. Okay. Um, then about uh, four years ago, um, we started working on Heights Platform which we just launched last year. And uh, now we're, we're making our first kind of big marketing pushes with it. Um, and Heights Platform is uh, software as a service that helps entrepreneurs build and sell their online courses. Um, that's something that um, I've kind of always been passionate about learning and uh, helping people uh, become successful online. Okay, so uh, it seems that you transit from a designer to uh um, introducing a platform where you help content creators to create their causes. So, um, can you share to us some of the success cases of your client who have been using your platform and they're making headway in the marketplace? Because compare yourself with the more established brands like Thinkable, Thinkific, uh, you know, they are more established, but I think uh, they have been stagnant for too long. Uh, there's not much of a progress, but I see mm -hmm. the high platform are very, very different. No? So you listen to all your clients. I'm one of them. And uh, we have a very active uh, Facebook group. And, and so maybe you can share to us what is the motivation behind helping a lot of your clients uh, to be successful online. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that the way you did because, um, yeah, we, we know we're not the first in this kind of business of helping people create online courses. But um, the reason we built what we built with Heights Platform is that um, we kind of feel that the rest of the industry is mm. kind of uh, like stagnant, not really going anywhere. Okay. Um, basically, I felt that everybody else is working on helping people market their courses. Mm. And that's super important, of course. Yeah. Um, you have to be able to market your course to make money. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, the end result is that you want your student to get results from what you have to teach. That's and so we didn't feel there was really innovation on that side. So oh. our focus is really to help your students get results by applying things like game mechanics and other ideas that are applied in things like social media and video games that keep people interested in coming back. Mm -hmm. And we're applying that for students of entrepreneurs in our software. Um, and as far as some success stories, um, it's been a, a difficult time for a lot of people with COVID. Mm. But um, at the same time, it's been a really great time for online course creators. And um, it's been exciting for us to see a lot of relatively new creators uh, find a lot of success on Heights platform. We've wow. seen um, uh, there's one uh, creator where we saw them get uh, 1000 students in a week. Wow. And for someone who's a really experienced online marketer, that's that's decent. Um, that's not maybe the, the most big of a deal, but 
for someone who's a relatively new creator, someone new to online courses to see them do that. Um, that's really motivational for us. We've wow. seen, um, also new creators who made five figures, uh, USD earnings in a weekend. Um, and even on a smaller scale, um, just to see people be able to have the idea for their online course and make it a reality within less than a month is incredible. Wow. So I feel so ashamed because I have high spread form since third of March and mm -hmm. now it's been like four and a half months. I only managed to have uh, 360 students and they make less than $500. But without much of a marketing, <laughs> I will be uh, more motivated because I want to go to your session in our convention. So your session is really uh, on day three. This is, this is actually, uh, I'm going to put it up on the screen right now. Mm -hmm. So this is what you'll be talking about. I know we know that this is the topic and uh, you've been day three in the afternoon, kind of like a graveyard shift because afternoon is a very sleepy time. But all of us will be in front of our PC, getting ready and uh, to go hands-on. So um, so tell us what is, the, what is your topic and really uh, what is the key takeaway for anyone who is attending that 90-minute session. It's the longest session in the whole conference for the day itself. Sure, so um, the session is gonna be about um, how professional speakers can create additional leveraged income with mm -hmm. online courses. Okay. And um, it's something that uh, I've, I've spoken with a lot of speakers and coaches in the past um, okay. about creating online courses. Yeah. And I've seen or noticed that some of them are kind of hesitant. Um, mm -hmm. it, it depends on uh, the kind of things you speak about or coach about, but I've noticed that some people, they feel like they can't really translate the value of okay. what they do in person or to a group of or a crowd into an online format. Um, and I think mm -hmm. that some people just have the kind of misconception that an online course is just a bunch of videos and the somebody going to watch them, your customer, your student, if it's just a bunch of videos, it's not really worth that much more than a YouTube video that you're watching and learning from. And yeah. that's something that is really a misconception in online courses. And the way to really be successful with it is what we're going to teach and how essentially um, you want to create uh, results for your students by having um, a way for um, you to interact with your students. Basically, your, your course should be a lot more than that video. Um, your course is the community discussions that all of your students can have together the yeah. interaction that they have with you as the mentor and the projects and tasks you give them for them to move forward. Sure. And essentially when you structure your course that way, you can charge a lot more for it and yeah. be a lot more successful. That's right. Because in the past, I always, spoke, I always find that a lot of the platform, they only focus on the cost creation part, very little on the marketing. If you know, but those who are good in marketing, they forgot about the virtual engagement. So your platform, I find that you have the project, you have a discussion board that is rarely seen in other platforms. So it's really awesome. Uh, Thank you. Students can actually connect with each other uh, uh, together for those who have taken the same course together. So that is really awesome. So uh, we are so proud to have you as a, as a sponsor as well. So why don't you tell us uh, with a sponsorship package, what are you giving to Asia Professional Speakers Singapore 
because we're going to look forward to use it uh, very, very much in the near future. Sure, yeah. So uh, as our sponsorship uh, for Asia Professional Speakers, we are giving a uh, lifetime uh, pro oh, account to a hype platform yeah. uh, for you guys to use. Yes. So uh, uh, um, we have unlimited cost creation. Uh, I think we have um, we have a limit cap of active students for 3,700, mm -hmm. uh, you know, which is awesome. And uh, we can uh, monetize some of the uh, old convention, old meetings. And even we have a speakers academy where we teach people how to be a professional speaker. So that usually traditionally we do it in a, in a seminar style, but we have our recording, now we can do it online. So we are really looking forward to uh, digitize our association, our meetings, our engagement with our members. So really, I, I, I think after hearing from you, our guys can actually see in action and I hope more speakers will be, will be more uh, motivated to use a platform, right? So I have actually a question. Uh, what are three to five things that any content creator must do to successfully launch their online courses? So let's say I have one course, okay? I, and I took one month to finish it. What are some of the three to five things I must do? Sure, that's a great question. So the number one thing I would say mm. is to be very clear about what is the result you're gonna get your students. And your marketing should reflect that as well. So let's say that you're an application developer and you wanna teach about building an app. Your course shouldn't be called how to uh, work as an application developer or, or something like that. It should be really direct to how to build your first app. Mm. So that way um, students understand what they're really getting from you. Um, and everything you build along the way should be focusing on that goal that you don't want to just teach the, the overall processes because that doesn't get the student there. You want to teach them exactly the steps they need to get that end result. Okay. So, so yeah. So the articulation of the learning objective, the end goal is very important, right? Yeah. And so before, before you even get started, you got to definitely nail that down or, or at least before you launch, but okay, more important right. to uh, make sure that your content is focused around that. Sure. Um, and once you do, okay. um, you it's need like to start working on building an audience. Mm -hmm. And that is something you should do before you launch your course. Mm -hmm. So um, if you are already someone who has an online presence, that's great. But online. if you don't, okay. you should work on building that email list, social media following um, before you get ready to launch your course. Yeah, yeah. Then the next thing would be that, um, well, I guess we'll skip ahead if we have to make it three to five things, but okay. let's say that um, you've tested your course with a couple people and you're ready to launch it. Mm. Now your focus should be on, um, in addition to marketing and promoting your course, paying attention to those first students that you have, mm. um, getting feedback from them, realizing if there's things you could improve with your course and really um, interacting with them, mm. uh, encouraging them to, post in the discussion area um, or use something like the projects feature we've created the Heights platform where students can go and show what they've learned from their course, share it with their peers. You know, actually you, you already hit the nail on the head because I, I monitor some of the students, some of my students finishing a course 
And it never occurs to me to send them a message that your system provides to encourage them for feedback and to uh, maybe make a note, make a sharing on their social media. I think I would do that. You know, yeah, right? Yeah, I think uh, that would be a great idea. I would, yeah. I would really strongly recommend to, um, if you don't already have some kind of project uh, set up in Heights platform, where that way your students can post and share what they learned from your course. Mm. But um, it's great for them to show that and for you to get feedback yeah. on that, but also yeah. for your other newer students to see what the, the student has completed and accomplished. Yeah. And for students to share with each other and learn, because maybe yeah. one student had a different approach than another student, yeah. or maybe even once that student's finished, now he's posted in that project, but he sees other students posting and he wants to continue to contribute uh, himself mm -hmm. to help your other students. You know, after listening to you, I think I, I kind of forgot the obvious because I know the function was there, but I never tell myself to skillfully use that to my advantage. So there's two things that, that I'm hearing from you. One is internally, you need advocates to encourage other people to join, to actually sign up for new causes. And externally, I think uh, they need to share it with their own network about a, you know, about a cost URL and uh, what they've achieved and so on. So that itself, nurturing the advocates actually help us in marketing as well. So Definitely. it's, yeah, it's really great. So um, um, one last question I want to ask you before you go, and this is impromptu, is that what do you think the future of online learning is, is going to be? Good question. Um, so I, I hope that uh, what we're building will essentially be the future of online learning in many ways. Um, I see uh, a lot of online learning focused on more creative subjects. Um, so not traditional subjects you'd learn in school, but um, things that uh, take creative work. Much, much of work in the future will probably be more creative work as more things get automated. So um, that would both be things that um, are professional skills, um, like how to become a professional speaker, for example. Yeah. Um, and also, I hope to see more and more people monetizing skills they have around hobbies, um, mm. like even how how to cook, how to um, something you're interested in, how to how to be better a better video gamer, um, yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you remind me of one of the latest YouTube channel. Uh, that's this. This is this is dad. This is a middle-aged gentleman. He set up a YouTube channel called Dad. How do I? Mm -hmm. So his mission is to do video like how to tie a tie, how to set your campfire, how do you carry your stain in the sink, and so on. So his target is to guys who grew up without a father. And his and his message was so resonating with a lot of people that within three months. He got a follower of two and a half million subscribers. It's all about how to, it's all the mini course, 10 minutes course. So just imagine if we have someone using high platform to do that, that'd be awesome. You know, yeah. it would just be viral. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. maybe I should encourage him to use high platform. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, this, yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. So we look forward to really having you. So uh, once again, I want to recap that. If you want to catch Brian in action, he's going to be at day three in our convention. Um, so day three is really about businesses. It's about, uh, 
it's about um, revenue model. It's really uh, a day that uh, speakers can be relevant to the future by either changing our model or pivoting what we are doing right now and we can create additional revenue stream. And of course, uh, we have in the morning, 9, 9 to 11, and then we take a break. And then one thirty, we have the lab with Brian until 3 p.m. We take a break again, and then in the evening, we come back at about 6. We go all the way to 8, and then break off our networking. So Brian, um, really, I think in about 32 or 33 days time, we'll be seeing each other. Really, I think it's awesome time to, to be able to chat with you. And uh, we're going to say goodbye now. Uh, and uh, we look forward to having you in our convention. So um, take care and stay safe. And I know it's Friday early morning over in America. So uh, take care, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks, Andrew. Great talking with you. Good.